The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So today, I want to talk a little bit about purpose and how we can find our sense of purpose in these challenging times. And a lot of people that come to my office over the years, and especially more recently, come oftentimes asking that question. They come wanting to know, you know, like they have that sense that there's something that they're supposed to be doing in their life that they're not doing, and they want that guidance and support in discovering what that thing is. And that was my story as well. So oftentimes when I talk about how I awakened my own intuition and how I got onto the work that I'm doing today, which I think is very much aligned with my purpose, it sure feels that way. There were many years of feeling a sense of just being lost and knowing that there was more that I was supposed to be doing with my life and that there was a deeper meaning in there somewhere and I just didn't know where to look for it or how to know how to find it. And oftentimes, friends, when we have that experience, we try to solve the problem with our minds. So we try to think ourselves into our purpose, into our goals. The problem with that is that most of what we've been taught over the years in our lives, and we've talked about this before, but I'll just briefly recap it again. The mind, your thinking patterns are all socially conditioned, meaning they're what the world thinks. They're what you've been taught. They're what you've learned either directly from the people in your life or indirectly from the world at large. But our minds are socially constructed entities. So what that means is when you go searching for your truth, or your purpose in your mind and using solely your mind, you're going to get lost. You're going to get stuck because nothing in the outside world can ultimately help you to discover and point you back towards your own inner truth. And so one of the most important things that we need to do if we want to start to tap into our purpose in that deeper sense is you have to learn to look inside. The outside world might point you in certain directions, and we'll talk about how that works uh, later in this episode, but the answers always lie within. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what purpose is, some myths around you know what it means to have a purpose, and then also give you some concrete strategies of places that you can start and things that you can do to start to not just uncover what your purpose is, but also to evaluate your life right now and how much or to what extent you are living in spiritual alignment with your own truest and highest purpose. So that is what's on the docket. Let's see what comes through. So as I told you before in my own story, I felt for many years I was a mom of two and loved that. And I definitely believe the parenting piece was part of the work that I was here to do on earth. And that's something I always knew. And I still feel is very much true. 
But at the same time, I also felt unfulfilled. I felt like there was something else I was supposed to be doing. And at first I looked at that from my mind, right? Because I had this PhD in psychology and I had written at this point four self-help books. (laughs) So you might think that the purpose was there, but everything that I would start wouldn't land. And every idea I had was somehow become thwarted and I was getting really, really frustrated. I was also starting to feel kind of blah, kind of like I did a lot of creative projects. I did a lot of work for for my kids' schools, a lot of typical stay-at-home mom kind of stuff. I was the master of making sculpted cakes before that was a thing. And um, that was all those things brought me great joy and hopefully my family enjoyed them too. But none of those things spoke to my deeper purpose. And when I left New York City and made the move to Connecticut and started to power down and tap into my inner wisdom, that's when for me, the path of my life or the path for the rest of my life became clear. And I began to follow my intuition, which led me to a series of steps one at a time that have led me to what I'm doing right now, which I feel, as I said before, truly and deeply is embodying my purpose. And purpose is something, friends, that evolves. So your purpose in one moment might not be your purpose for the rest of your life because we live in the now. We live in the present moment. And there is the only constant is change. So you are constantly changing and the world is constantly changing. And so when we tap into our purpose, it's really important not to let the mind take over and make that be the story about ourselves. Like my purpose could be for the rest of my life, I am a teacher of intuition. Who knows? right? It's an ever-present, ever-changing thing. And so when we're aligned with our highest spiritual self and our highest spiritual purpose, it's really important to allow that that will change and that the conceptual mind will try to capture that for us as it always does. And that can be super helpful, especially, you know, when like you're in giving your elevator speech and trying to explain to other people what you do if your purpose, like me, is aligned with, you know, your profession. And it doesn't have to be. But... It's not the truth of what I do, and it's certainly not the truth of who and what I really am. And so it's really important that that purpose comes from that that connection to our own inner divinity, and it's always what's true and right for us now in the present moment, and that can change at any time. Another myth about purpose is that it has to be something really huge and really important, quote-unquote. And when you start to think about purpose that way, again, you're back in your mind. And so you might think, oh, that's such a small thing. That can't be my purpose. But again, our purpose, and and we can have multiple purposes, by the way, it's really how you think of it, can often be really subtle. And most importantly, and I think this is true and it's something I teach about all the time, at the end of the day, The greatest and truest and highest purpose of your life is to just be here and do you. Yep. Come to town, come to earth as your authentic, truest, highest self and to have that experience of rediscovering who and what you really are while in physical form. Oftentimes our purpose has to do with undoing karma from other lifetimes And again, karma is not punishment so much. It's just lessons that we are still in the process of learning. And we learn them through life experience and through interactions with other people sometimes or things that happen seemingly to us but are really happening for us. 
right? So sometimes your purpose is intertwined with the day-to-day junk of life because our learning and growing as spirits in human form, individually, is oftentimes the very most important thing. And because we're all connected, when you do your very own inner work, you are influencing the collective. So at a period of time in your life, your purpose might be extricating yourself from a bad and abusive marriage. You might think, well, how is that purpose? It serves a great service to yourself, first of all, learning about valuing yourself, say, in a relationship, setting boundaries, learning that you're enough, that you deserve more, that it's okay to ask for what you want, that it's okay to do what you need to do to make yourself happy and to stand in your own joy, even if other people don't understand it, right? And as you come into all these truths for yourself, say, in this situation, Because we're all connected, you have now paved the way for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of other individuals who are experiencing something similar to also make steps towards their own truth. Mm -hmm. So just living your life to the highest level of integrity, and integrity, again, is spiritually driven, not of the mind, not of the shoulds, not of any morality that you've been taught, but the, the truth of your heart and your soul. When we do that... That is the highest level of service, and that is our truest spiritual purpose. So I want to take a couple minutes for that to sink in. So many of you have been fulfilling your purpose all along, and you just didn't know it. And even in those moments when we feel stuck, like the period of my life that I shared with you, we are still living our purpose. We're just building up momentum usually (laughs) to take those next important steps or gathering information. But I know many of you too are wondering about purpose as it is expressed in the outside world. And that's often how we think of purpose, right? We think about purpose as something I'm supposed to be doing right now. And usually purpose also has a feeling of being of service to self, but oftentimes to others. And so I will indulge you and talk about that with the provision that, again, the highest form of service is to the self. And not to your egoic self, but to your higher self. And when you are aligned with your higher self, And doing that dance, you will naturally and necessarily be acting and in alignment with your higher purpose. So just keep that in mind. But for many of us now where the world is struggling and things are crazy, we also have this deep desire to serve, this deep desire to help others, this deep desire to know that there is meaning in the actions of our lives. And friends, this is great too, because first of all, it shows you have a beautiful, loving heart that you want to be of service to others. And also probably too, you are waking up to the idea that you as a slightly more evolved soul, and maybe more than slightly, but I don't want to, I don't want to feed the egos right now, do have a message and knowledge, understanding, wisdom, energy, light, love to share with this planet right now. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the ways that we as lightworkers, and not everyone likes that word because it's one of those new agey words that has probably been co-opted a lot by a lot of different ideologies and ideas and limitations. So take it or leave it. I happen to love that word. But lightworkers or people who understand that part of their life mission on earth at this period of time was to be of service to others. And again, we're all of service to others, even if we are completely unconscious, because that is how life works. But some of us 
have reached a level of understanding either based on many past lifetimes on earth or maybe even in other realms because there are other experiences that a spirit can have above and beyond being on earth. But many of us have come together at this time to be teachers, leaders, healers, helpers to guide humanity to the next level. And my guess is if you're listening to this podcast, that message may also resonate with you. So I want to take a couple minutes here to talk about some of the different ways that we as lightworkers or helping souls or however you want to envision it are being called to serve and some of the ways that you might feel that you're here to help. One of the biggest ways that people often forget, but I know so many people like this, and they're just beacons of light and love. They're just open-hearted, beautiful souls that spread light wherever they go. And they're usually more positive-minded, naturally. They don't force it. And they're usually just really, really kind. And they have that ability to see the light in people. And just by seeing the light in someone, make them feel good even for a moment. And in doing so, they're raising the collective vibration and offering a different vibration to someone who might be hurting, who might be suffering, to recognize that other options always exist. And these people really can be doing anything. So they might be, you know, spiritual teachers and healers and helpers, but they could also be, I often use the expression, you know, the barista at Starbucks, right? Think about how many lives that person touches, right? Millions of people come in for that morning coffee every day. And that energy exchange, if it's a good one and a high vibing one, can be amazing, So you could be the person in your office that just, without even thinking about it, is spreading the light and love. And the thing is, friends, if this sounds like you, there's nothing you have to do differently. You're doing this naturally. And again, working on your own stuff and not forcing it is important, but you may recognize that, you know, you're just somebody who brings the calm to the meeting, that, you know, brings the love to the office, that, you know... I don't know, like all the kids in the neighborhood want to hang out at your kid's house. All of these kind of things can be a sign that that is the way that you are um, being called to serve and that is part of your purpose, to spread light and love and joy to others. A lot of musicians and artists also have that mission, right? And that's part of what they do. And they may spread wisdom as well, but the biggest thing is if anyone ever goes to concerts, and those of you who know me and know my story, uh, know that that is something that brings me great joy and something that I do a lot. So I can tell you, especially with the bands that I follow, it can be almost a religious experience being at a concert where people are just really happy and really free. I'm also being prompted to talk about Years ago, one of my very first jobs as a young teen was an ice cream scooper. So, you know, serving ice cream. And by the way, I still have tendonitis in my wrist. So thank you, Love and Spoonful. But one of the things I realized about that job, what made it so much fun is because, you know, people didn't go out to ice cream usually when they were in a crappy mood, right? It was a happy dance. People were happy. And when I could be happy too and just joyous too and enjoy that process of serving and sharing in that happiness, it was a magical experience. So that's the first way that many of us are called to serve. And again, it's it's pretty much effortless. And again, you just want to look at if this resonates with you, you want to make sure that you don't feel like your self-worth is making other people happy because that's not super healthy, but rather just thinking of yourself as, as I vibe high and stand in my own light and my own authentic self, no matter what I'm doing. And if I see the light in others, as I see it in myself, 
just that and that alone, I'm raising the vibration of the planet and I am of service with each soul and each life that I touch. And that, my friends, is an amazing journey. So thank you to those people. There's also people on earth that uh, really feel like we need to roll up our sleeves, get our hands dirty, and really, you know, do the fixing and the helping of society. Some of these people are people that feel called to be of service through demonstrating or, you know, service organizations or, you know, just changing the nuts and bolts structure of the world. Again, you might be drawn to politics. Um, Some people that are drawn to politics, I have to tell you, sadly enough, are very much still in their egos. And we see that a lot in the United States right now. But there are also people that are drawn because they they really feel like it's time for change and that, you know, through their open hearts and being their authentic selves, they can do that. And some of us are unconscious of that and what we're doing, right? But if you can become more conscious of that calling and whatever work that you're doing, you can definitely affect change that way. I would caution people that feel that this is their road to service, again, to be very mindful of not getting caught up in the pain of that which you are trying to fix. Because when we get caught up in the idea of fixing a problem and we can become so invested in the problem that we can go unconscious and help co-create that problem. So it's always best if you can to take a step back and recognize the solution to any problem, quote unquote, lies in understanding and uncovering and appreciating the divine perfection in every moment. And so when we are called to serve through organization or action or activism, which are all beautiful ways to serve, always be listening to your heart and ask your heart and ask your inner wisdom, how am I being called to serve here? What are the next steps? That way you won't get caught in the pain body and you won't get caught in the dysfunction. Remember that which we focus on grows. So again, if you make your whole life purpose about fixing a particular problem, what happens when that problem goes away? Ah. Exactly. So the way the guides are giving it to me is think about working through the problem, uncovering the perfection that exists beyond the problem and where you feel like, I can't let that go. That's where you're unconscious and that's where you need to heal. Okay. Another way that many of us are being called to roll up our sleeves are to help people that are suffering in more direct ways through, you know, healing, helping, social workers, Reiki people, financial planners, people that, you know, hands-on making donations for, for homeless people, working at shelters, all of those things. And all of those things are really beautiful. Again, the caution, the caution here is to always follow your heart and not to make it part of your sense of self that I do this and therefore I'm a good person. <laughs> right? You are a good person to begin with. You are a good person if you are making millions of dollars for yourself and you are a good person if you are giving millions of dollars away to charity, right? Your goodness was determined at birth and nothing you can do on this earth can change that. But of course, as we align with our higher selves, we will take actions that are more in line with the greatest good of all of humanity. And so that's what you want to think about doing. So people that feel of service, again, by rolling up their sleeves and actually one-on-one helping others and teaching others, which is another way that we can all be of service, just need to make sure that you have those scrupulous boundaries and that you're not losing yourself of your sense of self in others and that you're actually not gaining your sense of self through the service of others. So I'm going to let that one settle for a minute as well. 
And the very last way that many of us are being called to serve is as teachers and leaders. And this is a special gift of many old souls, and again, souls sometimes that have not been old on earth, but are coming from other realms and other experiences to come into physical bodies now to be of service to the collective and share you know, a deeper wisdom with earth. But many of us have lived on earth a really long time, and because of that, we have wisdom and guidance to share. And wisdom and guidance to share based on our experience with the collective. And now is the time to do that because there are many souls that are a little bit younger and a little bit less experienced. And as we all come together, we have to make that leap, all of us. Okay? Not that you have to worry about anyone except for yourself. But in sharing your light with the world, you are guiding the way for others that maybe haven't gotten the memo yet to go, oh, I got to look and jump that way. So if you feel yourself called to be a sort of a teaching soul, that is also a beautiful thing. So if you are being called to be a teaching soul, you'll probably know either because you'll find yourself in the position to be of service or teaching to others, because maybe you've always feel like you want to write or share your truths with others, or maybe you're just like I was as a kid that would just randomly say stuff to people that they found very meaningful. I wouldn't really know what the heck I was saying or what I was doing, but they would look at me with this look of, wow, how did you as a child have that wisdom? So for me, those were the very first glimmerings. I think that part of my deeper purpose here is to be a teacher and to be a guide to people by being able to tune into the higher wisdom and share that with individuals for their own learning and growth and also for the collective. And again, I say I, but it's really, we are all connected and we are all doing this on some level. But for some of you, this message might really resonate. So these are just some of the ways that we can be of service through action. And as much as the mind loves categories, (laughs) and I think that's why the guides gave them to us, don't get hung up on them. You can be all or none of these things or a combination. These are just like loose conceptual ideas, but please don't get hung up or lost in them or spend hours, you know, debating which category I fall into. It could be if it's an either or, it's usually both. But the deeper thing that I want to close with and I want to remind everyone is this. You are of service just by being here in the present moment, in your body, in this very important and in some ways crazy and chaotic time here on the planet Earth. And for that, the spirits and guides and your higher self want to honor you because, oh my gosh, you are among the bravest, most beautiful souls to undertake this mission. When we come to Earth, of course, we forget how beautiful and bright and luminous we are. But that truth is within you. It's within each of us. And the highest call to serve is to allow that light to shine, both for yourself and others, and to know in the depth of your being that you are beautiful, that you are enough, and that you are God. So when looking for your purpose, it's really important that you allow your life and your inner wisdom to speak for you. Purpose is not what we think of in our mind. Again, it is the call of your soul. So let your soul 
guide you on this process. You have all the answers within you. And you also, my beautiful friends, have a beautiful and strong desire to be of service right now. So at the end of this episode, I'd like you to take a couple minutes to tune in to the wisdom of your heart, the wisdom of your being, and to see if any messages come through for you regarding your own unique call to serve and your own unique purpose at this moment of time. So you can just close your eyes, maybe put one hand on your heart, the other on your belly. Take a few minutes to go inside, still your mind, and ask to be shown some aspect of your purpose. I am now imagining each of you connected to your highest guidance, your highest wisdom, and the guides say the wisdom of your physical form. Because that is often the source of our deepest longings and also our deepest wisdom. Know that whatever feels like it's lacking in you is simply that which is yet to be expressed. And know too that any answer that comes to you right now, whether it's a body feeling, a memory from the past, a vision, a tingling, (laughs) a ringing in your ear, is correct. Don't try to understand it. Just let it come. And know too, friends, that just by powering down and setting this intention to connect with and begin to express your greater purpose, You've already started the wheels in motion, and many of you started them along before you listened to this episode. And that oftentimes it is in those moments when we're not pushing or trying that our answers will come. So I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. I'm really excited also to announce that I am starting a Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community, so that we can come together and explore some of the topics that we talk about in these episodes and other amazing topics as well in a new community related to this podcast. So I hope you will join me in my new Facebook community, Intuitive Connection Community on Facebook, where we can discuss more and share more about what your purpose is and what information that you're getting on this journey and everything else related to intuition and spiritual development. I'll also be doing live readings, so stay tuned for those and live Q&As. And as always, I will be sharing the information that comes through to me from the guides for you. So thank you so much for listening today and namaste. Life is hard and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.